And we're back with the Kilo Train Podcast. Episode number 10. We made double digits, right? We're on number 10. And we have a female on the we show. Got a, we finally got a girl back on the Kilo Train <laughs> Podcast. We're nervous. For a while. Uh, episode number 10, we got Deidre Franzen. Yeah. Franzen. I didn't... Franzen, Franzen, either okay. one. And it's D-I-E. D-E-I. Right, right. No one will remember. <laughs> Ends with an E. Quarantine episode one. We're yep. all arm's length away. We're on a, a little tiny picnic table. <laughs> you could, it, it honestly could be like a couch counter. Yeah. Did you build this, Micah? The only rules are... You asked me if I built it, though. <laughs> no, neither of us did. No. <laughs> Only rules are no touching of the hands and face, and that's it. We are within spray distance of each other, but <laughs> we're being cautious. Yeah. All right, Deidre. So okay. let's get into your athletic history to start. So you were a college athlete. A lot of sports, mm-hmm. right? Uh, soccer and track, yeah. For Cornell, for D3. So I went in knowing I was going to do soccer, and then... Some of my friends are on track, and they needed another sprinter, and so that was well, me. And then yeah. I had mono during the indoor season, so I didn't start until outdoor. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Well, is that the same time as soccer? No. So in Iowa, it's kind of weird. Um, Iowa high school they play soccer in the spring, but everywhere else, like college and most other schools, play soccer in the okay, fall, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't overlap, which is nice. Yeah, so you got a good base of athletic ability, I would say. Because you, were you a cheerleader? Did you do gymnastics? I did gymnastics, and then my gymnastics was being closed to get built, so I needed a way to do flips because the mm-hmm. we were in their basement, so I couldn't flip. So then I joined <laughs> cheerleading for basketball my freshman year, um, okay. and then could like flip down the floor and yeah. Can I wasn't, you still do that? Yeah. Nice. She yeah. pulled off a good backflip in uh on the beach in Florida. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I like to that. keep up with the skills. <clears throat> street couldn't do it though. No, really street could, failed you know, a little bit. Embarrassed him. He yeah. Sucks. More yeah. explosive than street. It's all right. <laughs> Stronger than street. Mm-hmm. So, where'd you go to school again? Cornell College. <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> Not the Ivy League. Not that Cornell. Oh, okay. We can. Okay. Not Ivy nobody has to know that. The D yeah. three Cornell. No one would know. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, <laughs> college soccer. I remember giving you a ride back from the CrossFit Games this summer, and yes. you told me that you were doing some crazy commute. Was mm-hmm. this every year, or was this just like your senior year? No, so I tore my MCL sophomore year, and I got a medical red shirt. Um, so then that means I have an extra year of eligibility because I got injured with only like five games in, so it doesn't really count for your season, which is super cool. Um, so then I graduated in 2016 with my class, like normal, got my normal degree. Um, and then we had a new coach coming in, Jose, and he's from Spain, played professionally, really good coach. We went to Italy with him. Um, and so then. What'd you guys do in Italy? Played soccer. Sweet. Yeah. We did like, yeah. So we games. Yeah. We would practice every day and then we had four games over there. Did you start? Yeah. Was it like a, like a. Amateur tour? Um, like a no, AAU they do, tour or what was they it? They do like college tours. There's like companies that like set up play for like us to play Italians and like they want to play like Americans just for fun. Cool. Um, so it was like pretty much like college soccer over there, but they don't have 
like they call it university or whatever. Yeah. So um, hmm. that was really fun. The girls would smoke before the game, which was interesting. Oh. Weed? No, just cigs. <laughs> <laughs> they love cigarettes in Europe. Um, yeah. But then you like eat with the team after. Like they like cater like all this stuff and you eat with the people that you played. Really? Um, so yeah, it was fun. Oh, with the opponents. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You couldn't really like understand yeah. what was <laughs> anyone was saying for a while, but it was still really fun. <laughs> we had like a translator. Was the competition pretty competitive or did you guys um, sweep them all the time? Like... We tied the first game and then we won the next three. It was pretty yeah. good play. Yeah. Um, we were more physical, I would say. Um, That's right. How'd you guys yeah. fare in the conference? For Cornell? We weren't so great. Um, like what type of, like, who are you playing? Uh, we played, like, Grinnell um, was in our conference, and Beloit, and, like, Lake Forest, um, and Carroll. And then we would play Co because they're our rival. Okay. Um, gotcha. But, yeah, so we were in the Midwest Conference. Um, we used to be in, like, Wartburg and Luther's Conference. Yep. But they changed that. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. So, anyways, my yeah. school... So I graduated and then wanted to come back and play, but then I got a job at IDT in Coralville, and so it didn't look like it was going to work out. Super bummed. And then I figured out how to like make it work because you had to be enrolled um, full-time, and Cornell has the block plan. So I was signed up for my classes, um, and I was just going to pursue a bio degree because I already had biochem, molecular bio, so I could mm-hmm. just kind of get by um if i said i was going for just a plain bio degree um so i just kind of flew under the radar took a vacation block first and then paid for my second class during season didn't make it to the tournament so then i said yeah this isn't working out so i'm gonna have to stop and then i was good so yeah i was working 6 30 a.m to 3 p.m and then i would drive to cornell which was like 30 minutes away practice for a couple hours eat with the team, drive home, go to bed, and then... Every single day. Yeah, so... Dang. The drive was just like, I don't even remember it half the time. Yeah. Yeah, Highway 1. Just... Yeah. Well, I lived in North Liberty at the time, so yeah, I would do that okay. back road and stuff. <sighs> but it was super fun, so I would do it again, and my work was super cool with, like, adjusting my schedule to yeah. let me play. You play... Do you still play soccer? Yeah, just in, like, some leagues. Yeah, like um, right now? Right, no, I didn't do the winter session, but okay. I usually play in the summer in a couple leagues. One of them is at Cornell, so I play with like... Oh, really? Yeah, the coaches okay. there and some of the other um, people in the community there. That's cool. That one's fun. Keeps you athletic. Yeah. It's good to get out and play sports. Gosh, we've been talking about playing flag football, but now it's... Dang not it. Dang it. Time flies by. Dang it. We, we need had to. a squad last year, too. For what? Flag football. Flag football. The university? No, we had some, to find like, a league and just, just like yeah, local leagues, pwn some people. We, Your nature spike ball back up. That's uh, probably retired too forever. Yeah, unless me and Micah want to just play one on one. We lost our fourth, <laughs> and it all went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, Deidre. So, tell us how you got into CrossFit. Uh, so one of my friends from Cornell on the baseball team did CrossFit at CrossFit Philia in North Liberty. Um, so after the fall season of 2016, my little Who was that? extra senior year, Zach Wilcox. Oh, yeah. Um, he's like, hey, I think you'd like CrossFit. Like, you should come try it. Um, we did a little bit of lifting in college. Um, and, like, 
at my parents' house, we have like stuff in the garage. So I've done a little bit, usually lower body. Didn't do a whole lot of upper body um, mm -hmm. before CrossFit. <laughs> uh, so he told me to come try it and I tried it and thought it was awesome. And then met Micah and Natalie and then eventually came to Kilo after like a year of doing CrossFit. Yeah, you Best dumb. choice. <laughs> I'm, okay, still no, waiting, I'm still waiting on getting my free bag of whey protein. <laughs> <laughs> For the referral. <laughs> For the referral. You know, it, it wasn't a referral. Hey, it was, hey, I just it's, forced it's her to coming. come. It's coming. It's coming. It's just, it's the quarantine right now. So we would. Gym's closed, though. Right. Times are tight right now. <laughs> yes, they are. Her and Brian Rossi. I should actually have two. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll keep the tally. <laughs> Put it on the tab. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I remember you uh, You texted. No, actually, I texted you. I said, hey, uh, I think it was right before the 2018 Open. Yeah. I said, you should do the Open at Kilo. Uh, we're going to try to get a team around. Give it a shot. Might make the squad. And you actually helped the helped us out quite a bit in the Open. Oh, yeah. Smashing a, smash a two, clean 241. Yeah. The clean, not a snatch. No. I yeah, think it was 237. Was it 237? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I think that. I maybe tried. You did a redo. Didn't in you the corner yeah. by yourself with Austin. He was yeah. just I didn't know I was you. redoing it. He goes, you're redoing it today. And I was but like, oh, okay. The best part you was, used to that. he was really strategically having you kind of tank the first part. Yeah, which was good because it was burpees. He's like, you can go slow. And I was like, great. I, I got this. I think you worked up to that weight in like three or four tries. Not even. Probably like three tries. Yeah. 237. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of weight. I like cleans. But then you guys like added a bunch at the end, and I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I think she pulled like two fifty. Yeah, put the tens on. We need this. <laughs> Hang on. Well, you hit you hit two thirty seven, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. I think you added at least ten pounds. Yeah, like it was a lot of weight. We went to, I remember we went that. to we, we went to two fifty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, how did I feel? And I said, good. She and then you added eyes. five, and I was like, uh, what? I didn't want her to look at the barbell. Deidre's one of those athletes where if you tell her to do something, she'll do it mindlessly. Yep. So, you know, you just toss yeah, it on and you just go. Works a lot better for me. I don't <laughs> think about it. Same here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 2018, you definitely helped the squad uh, prep for regionals that year. And then fast forward to now, we got to see you compete down in uh, Miami. You want to tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about that experience at that sanctioned event? Yeah, that was awesome. It was super fun with Katie and... Mac and Max. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. How's event one? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Tell us how much, you got stuff together. how much fitness did you do workout one? Yeah. Uh, we didn't do a lot. You we did a, a lot. Of climbs? We did one. We did a lot of spectating. Uh, we had a bit of a rough start. Uh, we did it in practice. So, you know, we like thought we were, Katie and I were going to have like four or five minutes. And then we got to that point. It was still going. And, you know, all the other girls are starting. And we're like, you got it, guys. Um, <laughs> Just pity claps. Um, but, yeah, so Max jokes about it now. So it's fine to right, talk so about. So we can roast it. Yeah, we can just go into it. Yeah. It was so funny. We went back and watched it on Flow Elite to, like, yeah. see how bad it was. We were dying. They, like, showed <laughs> 
<laughs> they showed a Max like failing his rep because it starts at the top. So he had it down at his chest and it was just like trying to extend to even start the rep. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. do it. Then the camera like cuts away. Because they actually changed it for ours. When we would lay down, you could press up and count yeah, this one rep. So that's annoying. So you guys actually had it harder, but Mac was doing like all the bench yeah, press reps. All he of takes it. a break, looks back at Max and Max is like, just stay there, man. <laughs> Max goes, or he like did it again. He looks back at Max. He's like, Max, do you want to try? Max is like, no. <laughs> uh, I so, think that yeah. was uh, a good lesson. You know, he, we gave him a lot of crap about not benching for probably a few months. Oh, yeah. Leading up to that. Mm-hmm. And then Wadapalooza shows up, dumbbell yeah. bench shows up, and it, uh, it showed so. Did you guys have the he row, his row event later that day? Yeah, too? So, so the row day was one second. Was day not one, you too well. Yeah, not. I mean, Katie and I actually you guys did, did well. Fine you guys row. We got eleventh, so we yeah, weren't so. like upset with that. Um, and almost beat the guys. Yeah. Remind everybody. No, you didn't. Did you almost beat them in the meters? We're close. They were only hundred meters off. But the guys, okay, in their defense, <laughs> they would say they rode less time, but still, we were pretty. Close. Uh, oh, because they got caught. Yeah, yeah, they got caught. Remind everybody how many teams were in your division. Um, there were a hundred teams in our division. So like the top thirty teams were elite, and then we did RX, which was like teams thirty-one to one thirty-one. Mm. Um, so for the hundred teams, a lot of very we ended pretty athletes. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We like worked our way out of the hole. Day two was much better for us. Mm-hmm. Um, the so, worm event was fun. Tell the audience what exactly the rowing event was. Um, the rowing event was a pace race. So the girls shared a rower and the guys shared a rower. Um, and there's like this pace boat. It's a, I think it was a 12 minute cap. And then you and your partner can switch however you want. Um, and so there's a pace boat and it starts slow. And then as time goes on, it gets faster. So you just have to not get caught by the pace boat. Um, mm-hmm. And on your monitor, that was like the only confusing part. You would see like, your boat and then the person ahead of you and behind you and then the pace boat. Um, and so like you didn't see the pace boat the whole time until it got like close and like was almost catching you. Um, so the pace, do you know what it ended at? I don't really know. It was fast. It, but ended it basically really averaged fast. out. Yeah. You basically had to worry about where it averaged out. So Katie and I were trying to pull like. 140 145 most of the time to try to like get a head start on the pace boat Mm -hmm. and then we got caught with i don't know like 20 seconds left or something like that yeah i had to stay on a long time at the end and i wasn't really prepared for that because my butt was on fire (laughs) but katie's like no you gotta keep pulling yeah yeah. okay (laughs) how did you guys fare for Um, the women's we got 11th yeah and that that was unfamiliar territory because you guys had that long race with the rower at the Granite Games, too. Yeah, so. yeah. So Katie and I felt pretty comfortable switching was... and um, felt good to work together. Been training a lot. Mm-hmm. So after day one, you guys were able to... We were very rested. Climb up the leaderboard. You had plenty of gas in the tank for day yeah. two and three. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the, the swimming event. Yeah, so day... <laughs> day three you know he started rough ended rough you know that was the final event right yeah it was the final event and we're all well katie and mac are good swimmers but max and i weren't as experienced of swimmers so a little bit nervous about it you know we've never swam in open water we just started like swimming laps in the pool like 50s um 
so we were just like, you know, we're just gonna go out there. It is what it is. We're gonna be fine. Um, How'd you feel on the swim? Uh, fine, I guess. Yeah. Like, Did you breaststroke? Uh, I side stroked the whole time. Nice. I didn't want to put my face in. Yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a whole different beast in the open water for sure. Yeah. Um. So that workout, yeah. Either the guys went first or the girls went first, and they did. We did um, six rounds total of twenty pistols and then five um, D ball cleans, mm-hmm. and then everyone goes out and swims three hundred meters, and then you come back, and then the other pair does that workout. So we decided since Katie and I didn't get to go on the first workout, we would start the second one. Um, so we did that, and then we all take off for the swim. Mac is first one in, and then Max is in, and then I'm in, and then Katie. Katie passes us pretty quick. And then so when I was swimming, I was like, okay, you know, just stay steady. Like, it's fine. You got it. And I was like, just, you know, don't be too slow. Max is right ahead of you. Like, because yeah, yeah. I was like, as soon as I get back. Because he flew, right? To yeah, yeah. He was like swimming so fast <laughs> to that first buoy. <laughs> Crash and then adrenaline mode. And then, um, <laughs> Fight or flight. <laughs> yep. He's trying to just get this over with. Except he's trying to sprint for six minutes And then Hannah says, you see like everyone like swarm him and like catch him. And he's like bobbing up and down, just trying to tread water. So I guess I passed him after the first buoy, but I didn't see him because I wasn't really looking. I was just trying not to drown. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, keep going. And then I finally get back and I get out of the water. And I was like running back to our lane because I thought I would be the last one back. And I didn't want them to have to like wait longer. And I'm running, I turn the corner, and I only see Mac and Katie. He's like, oh, Max must be bending over, getting something. And then we get back, and I was like, guys, where's Max? Like, he's still in the water. (laughs) 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 And then, like, 30 seconds later or something, he comes up, rounding the corner, not running. Katie's like, Max, come on! Like, like, (laughs) hurry up, like, Mac needs to start. And whatever. So he's looking all, like, delirious. And we're like, okay, whatever. On TV, he looked really messed up. Yeah, he looked so messed up. Like, <laughs> face white, eyes sunken in so bad. And then... <laughs> Gave up he looked, life. He looked dead inside. He, he looked like a freaking corpse. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, so Mac does his round. And then Max goes out to do his pistols. I have the videos on my phone. Or the photos. They're so funny. I don't know how he got reps for them. His depth not good and then like the slowest pistol you'll ever see (laughs) and then you only have five d-ball cleans but you have to stay in like this tiny box otherwise it doesn't count and he kept throwing it like on the line or something so she kept having to no rep him (laughs) and then so i was like you got two more ended up being four more oh no and he was like cleaning that up, and then at one of them, he was like drooling. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and he looked like he was gonna fall over. And so the, us three were like, Did he get concussion? Did someone kick him? Like, is he okay? <laughs> um, and then he came back, and we we're trying to ask him, and he couldn't really talk. Um, Max went out. Max went out. And then the medics had to come help him after. And they yeah. said he was just dehydrated, being a baby. But yeah. Dehydrated. So we... Um, Case of infantitis. Yeah. Katie and I left to get <laughs> Margs and then Mac watch Max to make sure yeah. he was going to be alive. So what uh, What was your favorite event and what event were you most proud of? Um, <clears throat> Might be the same one. 
Um, I think I was most proud of the swim, even though it's not like I did awesome in it or anything. I think I was just, it was just the most unfamiliar to me because I mm-hmm. never really swam before. So I was just really nervous with that. Yeah, because um, where'd you start off at, like, um, when we started swimming, like training for it? How far could you go without stopping? Um, maybe down. I don't even know. It's not like it looked <laughs> so good. Like, so like yeah. 25 yards. Like that's and the that was first time swim. I've ever swam a lap in my life. Like I did like swim lessons and back in like yeah. elementary or middle school, just but like survive. I just don't swim. Yeah. Or like I usually could, have like a life jacket you, in like you would, Yeah, that's yeah, true. You're athletic. And you so it. I just, swimming is just very not my thing. And so I think I was most proud of that, just like finishing it and like a decent time and just mm-hmm. like staying steady and not freaking out. Um, the most fun one was the, I don't know, uh, Nine Lives. That was the worm one where it's yeah, like yeah. only us and the other kilo yeah. team oh, finished. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, that one was yeah. really fun. And then that was you cool how you got to break up the rest. They went one, two with kilo. Or oh, They nice. got second, yeah. kilo got first. Awesome. Or it was pretty the, sweet. the Celebrate Life one was really fun too. The last one. With yeah. the barbell. Because we didn't really get to see that much of a barbell. barbell. That was the last one. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, that was Nine you. Lives. Okay, Celebrate Life was those high box jumps. Yeah. That one was fun too. Yeah, yeah. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, it was, it was cool because the one you guys did really well at was one where you actually required teamwork. Yeah. Whereas some of it was kind of. Yeah, and like the Celebrate Life one was the can. synchro stuff, and that yeah. stuff was you good because well we worked on, on it. Yeah. So, yeah, those were my favorites. So now we're looking forward to the Mid Atlantic CrossFit Challenge, which got happens. postponed, unfortunately, to June. Hopefully it happens, you know, with the season's a little uncertain right now with all this uh, stuff going on. How uh, You guys had a training weekend? Um, yep. What was that, two, three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah it's not, I think a couple think, weeks ago, right? Yeah, two weeks like ago. Maybe. Maybe. We trained after I got back from Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. like right so after. So it's, it's uh, Austin, Colton, Deidre, and Katie, and Colton O'Day was on episode three or four or something. Yep. Yeah. So you guys can check back about that. How was it uh, different training with those guys compared to um, the Wadapalooza team? I would say it's more intense. Um I think Mac and Max weren't as um, eager or excited to, you know, like they push us or be like, we're going now, even if like, like they're not if I was like, yet. I need five seconds rest, they'd be like, okay. <laughs> and Me Austin, too. <laughs> Austin's like, nope, you're good. Let's go. So it's definitely different, but it's good because like we said, I, I do better if someone just tells me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah. The big thing with team of four is you got to have one leader. Or, or two if you know if you're split in half, but um, too many leaders isn't good. No leaders is even worse, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because Katie was kind of the the head for the other team, right? Yeah. I, then, well, we had Mac um, and Max. A little bit. I think everyone, like, called. Just depend. I just didn't yeah. call because I don't like to do that. Yeah. Hey, you need followers on the team. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and obviously Austin has the most experience. Yeah. Um, out of all, the whole team as far as competition and level competition yeah. what have you thought so far well with our one our one. one training session i mean it went it went pretty well we we definitely um want to do a lot of workouts that we've seen that you know we've seen in the games history or the regionals history that would give us a lot of challenges right now so we can kind of expose ourselves and figure out what we need to improve on but i mean as far as like the teamwork goes i think we we click pretty well, yeah. and we uh, we can learn each other's tendencies really fast. And uh, 
So I think you know we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna have a good squad if this event ever happens. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. It does. I think that yeah, I think the big thing leading up to competition when you're so far away right now is kind of identifying what you need to work on the most, and then attacking those obviously. But then as you get nearer to competition, I feel like sometimes people make the mistake of doing those type of workouts that kind of crush your confidence mm-hmm. before you go into a comp, and then you go in there thinking, well, this ain't gonna go well. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that's uh, right. so it's always good, you know, leading up into that competition to hit some workouts, hit some home runs. Um, there's something to think about. Yeah. So what are some big things you want to work on leading up to that comp, Deidre? Uh, definitely gymnastics stuff. Um, ring muscle-ups have come a long way mm-hmm. since yeah. last year. When did you get your first one? Um, February of, or February, March of maybe like two years ago. 2018 yeah okay. or was it then i don't know you did a muscle up in the open in 18 yeah okay so yeah because i got them right before the open um mm-hmm. so that was my first one um so now stringing them together and trying to have better form and what are you up to like have you gotten five yet yeah i've gotten five that's pretty not sad. like on the regular gotten it. she's been able to do five too like under fatigue and you know yeah. and so that's been good i mean it's such a difference when you know you're in the middle of a workout you're trying mm-hmm. to string you know sets together compared to just practice where right. a little bit fresher but um yeah definitely I think legless rope we know our team right now yeah. if we had to go into a competition <laughs> this weekend we'd love to see some heavy weight yes that would definitely all be the heavyweight yeah, you, guys strength. you guys would kill that which yeah mid-atlantic in the past has kind of leaned towards that so we'll see how their programming is. Sandbags we like. Sandbag cleans. Yeah. They have, they have the worm though, so it'll be, I. it's pretty rare to have both, I oh, would say, okay. just like ordering equipment and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, with the, because if they have this the worm, that's pretty much a sandbag clean. Mm-hmm. Right on. All right, so um, you work at IDT, can you tell our audience what that stands for exactly? Yes. So IDT is Integrated DNA Technologies, um, and it was started in Coralville, so that's our main headquarters. It's a synthetic biology company or custom biology company. Um, so like researchers order primers and probes and genome editing tools um, <clears throat> from us, uh, and just like whatever oligo sequence they need to research you know, whatever they're interested in. Um, so, yeah. Do you get to wear, like, a cool suit? Like, a like what, what biohazard level do you work in? Um, luckily, level, level no. Level one, two, three, or four? Like, zero. My lab is... Dang it. I do custom quality control, so pretty the only thing we have really in there is, like, ethanol, and then, like, form, uh, formamide is not good for you, so you have to be careful with that. Is that level two? I don't really know. Are it's not good levels? for your health. Are there he needs a level. Are, he needs a, any a secret rooms in there? No, there's a blue team. They wear respirators if there's like a big spill. Okay. Um, but no, I just wear a lab coat, you know, sweatshirt, so leggings. So what do you do there exactly? And talk to our audience like we're six. <laughs> okay. Explain it to us like we're six. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wear a lab coat and I work on a bench and prep different tests. Um, so just like different experiments, um, is what I would say to a six-year-old. Uh, oh, all right. How about 10? <laughs> like 13. Um, 13. So I do next generation sequencing, um, and that 
tells you the sequence of like ACGT. Those are the mm -hmm. building blocks of life that makes up your DNA. Um, so when you sequence it, you are taking your sample. You have to prepare it in order for this machine to be able to read it. Um, and then it tells you that long sequence. And so that gives like mm -hmm. the genome or um, since, we're, since we're synthesizing these algos, we want to make sure we're doing the right thing. And so when we give it to um, our customer that it's going to function how we say it's going to function. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do like purity checks to make sure it's not contaminated with other sequences. Um, so you're kind of double checking yes. what other people are doing basically? Yeah, so okay. we don't sequence outside things. Like you wouldn't give me your samples and I would tell you like what you've found okay. or like yeah. what you've made. Um, we just do all in-house QC gotcha. before sending okay. it out. Do you follow any of that, Micah? He's all got it. it all. Yeah, he, t he, t he I was took uh, staring Luke off was speaking those... for himself when he said, explain it to a 13-year-old. Me and Micah <laughs> were just, yeah, we lost her at lab coat. <laughs> I was a looking at the Bears poster B in the background, checking out the wood filler. Yeah, I went cross-eyed there for a second. Just kind of spit It's very interesting. Yeah, it is cool. Micah's freshman biology failed him. But I got a PhD in wood. Hey, now, all right. So what you got? What got you interested in like biochem, all that, like in college and stuff? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've always like PhD in wood scientists. <laughs> you can take that however you want to. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> oh god, Mike. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay. Anyway, so what? You, what got you? Uh, uh, interested in biochem and all that. Um, I've always thought science was interesting and I like, you know, hard answers. I like, I'm not the most artistically gifted person mm -hmm. and like abstract thinking and like yes and no answers. And, um, but I also like, you know, figuring out how things work and like how like evolution type things I think is super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so you like your job? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Way to you cut know, her off. Keep going. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then in college, I thought I would do a bio degree, um, but at Cornell, it made more sense to do the biochem molecular okay. bio, just because of the classes. Um, so yeah. yeah, and then I did a psych minor because I think um, yeah. the mind is really. So you're cool thinking about being also. a PA, right? Yeah. So you applying again next year? Yes. Yeah. So I started working on that application. There you go. Definitely got to improve go. it. Yeah. <laughs> So right now, IDT's got a pretty big role with mm -hmm. the world's current situation. You want to yeah. um, elaborate on that? So? As, as much as you can. Yeah, as yeah. much as I'm allowed to. Yeah. Um, Secret stuff. So on the IDT... Elo Train podcast should have clearance, though. <laughs> yeah. Level five. Yeah, sure. There's yeah, the I'm level sure we good. need. <laughs> um, so IDT is uh, paired with the CDC. They like announced that we are one of the main partners. We were like the first ones. They announced, I think, a few other biotech companies are making components of the test kits um but we make the primers and probes um one of the parts of the test kits that they need you know to diagnose COVID-19 mm -hmm. um and so we're making like five million a week which is pretty cool um and then I don't know how many other like components there are or whatever how it gets combined but we're making okay. five million and shipping them out um wow. so yeah right yeah. now we're kind of operating as um, only the lab people are there. Anyone like in an office job has to work from home mm -hmm. and we've like segregated shifts and stuff to try to prevent overlap and 
ensure that we can still work and make this stuff to help. So how does the company go about like shipping it out? Does it go to the, I mean, since you guys are based in Coralville, does the state of Iowa get a lot of those tests first or? Um, I'm, I'm really not sure. I, all I know, I I think we just ship to CDC, but I, I'm not really sure. And then they like, I think disperse it or like have to either combine it with the other stuff. And And they probably look at, I guess. Need. Where, Where the, the safest parts need. of the country are, yeah. and then my mom asked, "She's like, uh, can we get test kits?" <laughs> I was like, no, it doesn't work I can't like take that. Home from work, mom. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish we could sequence our genomes. Like, we have the capability to. She's Dang. not allowed to. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what does like the test kit? And like, is it just like a little first aid kit looking thing? That... No, it's you would just get it. It's just in a box, and there's like. I think probably four little two milliliter tubes Mm -hmm. um, with the primers or probes that you need to do the diagnostics with. Um, Now, what's a primer and probe? What do you mean by that? Like a needle? No, no. It's um, like a biological component. Okay. Um, Just the the secret formula? Yeah. Okay. That's right. The secret formula that helps you, (laughs) that like helps them figure out if like the DNA is positive or negative. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you're just, uh, you know, busy around the clock with a very important role then in this this whole epidemic. Um, you want to share any uh, information with our audience about, like, how to be proactive, you know, just, I mean, hey, we can't, we, we can hear it more than once, you know. Right. Just, hey, so what do you got for us? Um, I guess just wash your hands a lot wherever you go. Um, don't be sharing drinks. Um, and then like at our lab, we do a lot of, um, disinfecting, like bleaching and sanitizing just like constantly to try to prevent people from getting sick. Well, I think the, the big thing right now is a lot of people don't think it's a big deal because they're healthy Mm -hmm. and they're not really seeing it around here because there really haven't been that many cases, right? That we know of. Like, like like in, like in Iowa, I mean, yeah. Like so far. It's up to like, what? what is it up to now? It's probably up to around 50. Because it was up to yeah. like 40 something yesterday. Yeah, because they were talking about all these, there's a lot of college kids on the beaches mm-hmm. just partying away with like thousands of people on the beach, yeah. you know? <laughs> and they just don't think That's it's a, a big deal. Yeah. So, like it's more about, obviously everyone knows it's like about flattening the curve versus having this huge spike because of the issue of lack of medical supplies and workers and mm-hmm. hospital beds and stuff respirators yeah it's more about getting ahead right now so even if you feel fine and you're good like we were talking about how certain people are more yeah. more prone to bad symptoms symptoms like the a versus o blood stuff yeah. that study that was interesting tell us about that um talk about it <laughs> well, i only saw an article i don't really know if it's like the fact based i don't know if it's a reliable source but supposedly... Time Magazine. Keep, was take it with a grain of salt here. I, yeah, just take it with a grain of salt. It's just an idea going around. They don't have like anything in concrete. They said supposedly there's maybe a correlation that people with like um, blood type A have more severe symptoms than people with O blood type. They aren't really sure why is all I collected mm-hmm. from the what article. <laughs> they didn't mention B. So sorry if you're a B. Not as important. How many blood types are there? Um, Three, A, B, and O. A, B, A, B, and O. Yeah, four. Four, and then, we got and then you have and positive negative. and negatives. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, I don't remember which type I am. You guys know your types. Yeah, so, yeah. I negative. Of, Amy knew mine. <laughs> Going back to the hand washing, uh, your wife, Luke, uh, Amy, said something pretty important uh, with the hand washing detail. Do you remember what she said? Yeah, so the big thing is that you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds at least, which I'm pretty sure 95% of the nation doesn't do that. Yeah. Get the old, get a little suds, <laughs> wipe it off, yep. dry it, and walk and out. But yeah, I mean, you got to know that she was talking about the friction is what's important more than the, like the soap yeah. helps take it off, but the the rubbing and the yeah, the friction is a big component. Because if you do it for like five seconds, you may as well have not washed your hands. Hmm. Is yeah. kind of the thing. So yeah, I know the little kids are guilty of that too. They'll just kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. like dip their fingertips in the water like, and just good. yep. <laughs> All right, kiddo. <laughs> Dry them off. You're ready to eat supper. <laughs> Hands right in the mouth. So, yeah, there's your uh, tip of the day for the hand washing. From a professional. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right, Deeds. Uh, yeah, so what do you got to look forward to in the near future? I mean, everyone's... Everything's kind of on lockdown. Yeah. Um, been hitting up Schaefer Garage Gym, getting yep, some yep. workouts in with Amy, so that's fun. Those of you that are coming back from spring break that haven't gotten the news, most, well, every gym in Iowa is supposed to be on uh, lockdown right now, so uh, follow along with... For two weeks? Yep. Well, yeah. At least. Let's Well, let's yeah, that's... Yeah, hopefully it doesn't Supposedly. Extend. Supposedly. We'll see. Uh, I don't want to be the negative Nancy with that on what I think about that whole thing, but hopefully we are all back in the gym on March 31st. That would mm-hmm. be the coolest thing. Um if they, party. Yep. If they did get information about uh, this epidemic going going down enough to get people out and about again, that'd be great. All right, uh, we want to share with our audience our sponsor this evening, Billy Connor, Wild Bill, Wild Bill with Exit Realty. Uh, give Billy a call if you're interested in buying or selling a home or looking for an investment property. His phone number is 563-920-7362. You can also DM him on Instagram. His tag is Billy.Connor. That's spelled C-O-N-N-O-R-0-1. He also does photography Mm -hmm. part-time. I know he's done some photography work for the gym. He uh, took some great photos of our doubles competition last year. And he got some... um, Spotlight photos of one of our volunteers who is um, modeling some of our spring apparel uh, with Alex Wilson. Those came out great. So he's got some mad skills. Um, he's also an employee of Sunbelt Rentals. Sunbelt Rentals. So he's got experience with a lot of different things. Uh, and many talents. Yep. So give Wild Bill a call. Thank you for sponsoring this episode, Billy. That's where we're going to wrap it up with episode 10. Thank you, DJ, for coming on today. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll see you on episode 11.